dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Monday is upon us. You know what that means. Well, a lot of you, since you're stuck at home, the Monday, t- you know, this this whole this whole uh, COVID in in you know isolation thing kind of for some people, a lot of people, it takes the edge off because it's Monday, but you're at home and you're working at home. So if you are, good for you. If you're not, I'm sorry. If you can get out and work, well, that's great, I guess. As long as you're, you know, as long as you keep the bills paid and all that stuff and, you know, that kind of thing. Becky's at home. She's she's working, so she walks like three feet to her desk and starts working, which is good. And, and other than that, it's a nice day. I'm going to talk about things like taxes today. Isn't that fun? It's April anyway as of this recording. So let's talk about that after this. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, see what I did there? Yesterday I talked about death, now I'm talking about taxes, the other constant. In your game, how do you deal with something like that? I, as a player, I never think about it. As a GM, I rarely think about it. I just, you know, the, the, I get all the, as a player, I get, as a character, my character gets all those treasure and stuff like that, and he will spend a certain amount of it, a reasonable amount. He doesn't go out, you know, drinking and whoring as all that much. And... Maybe that should reflect something. I, I just sort of like, I, I become a treasure collector. And usually in groups, there's one guy who keeps track of the treasure. And that's the way our group works. Our groups work. It's usually one guy keep track of the treasure and then hand it out as needed. If the party needs something or an individual needs something, then they get the treasure. And there's times when, you know, you have your own you have your own money too, so you can do that. But you ever think about the municipal side of it? I I don't think there should be a tax man waiting outside every dungeon or something like that. Usually, when you get hit of some, with something like that, is usually when you're back in town. And there may be towns where you have a ta- a they can levy any tax they want. From a new a visitor's tax to a getting in the gate tax to uh, this tax and that tax, and usually these towns are pretty reasonable about, about it. And there are some towns that are draconian about it, so you got to deal with that too. And I'm not only talking about taxes; I'm talking about things like tithes. Temples ask for money. You you, you don't <laughs> you know the, those healing potions ain't cheap, and they cost them you know, manpower and resources. So donating to the church, tithing to the church, especially if you're a cleric or a paladin already, you're already tithing. 
And characters like monks, they tend to run on a minimalist budget anyway. They would either give their money away or something like that, or you know, just keep enough for the clothes in their back, food in their belly, and the tools they use. There's also like guild guild fees, uh, guild do your dues. It's kind of like being in a union. It's you know, you got to pay your dues, and I'm sure the dwarves are real good at that. But there are other like thieves guild. You know, they're going to want to cut at whatever you do, whether you get it honestly or not. So you're going to have to deal with that too. And how do you deal with it in the game? Well, some people, like I said, I've ignored it. I probably shouldn't. Because one one thing I like about doing this show is the fact that I bring up these episodes because, uh, you know, I'm always looking for, I'm always looking for content for the show. And so I come up with these episodes and half the time I'm going, hey, how come I don't do that? How come I'm, you know, why didn't I think of that before? type of thing so you know you do that and so i'm starting to think about it now so maybe i should do something like and and it also goes into like living expenses taxes could be part of the character's living expenses i know in gangbusters you have a certain percentage a day or a week that the character spends to just for upkeep just for like rent food transportation clothes, things like that. Now, some people, I know in a high fan, in a fantasy game, that's kind of nitpick. To me, that always seemed kind of nitpicking because it's just, that's not the focus of the game. But I think it should be a little bit, you should pay attention to it a little bit at least. Like that, it's, how shall I say? Some... GMs, it's a philosophy of anything you can do to separate the characters from their money, from their wealth, from whatever they have, is a good thing. And taxes are one way to do it. So I'm thinking, and there may be a kingdom-wide tax plan in in the in place. So you can do it that way. I would say I would levy like a certain percentage of a person's whatever whatever they have for living expenses in a town. And there are some towns that levy more, some towns levy less. So you should think about that in like what one game week or one game month, what would you expect them to spend? If you expect them to spend 10% of whatever they they got for upkeep, then that's 40% a month. That's a lot. I would I would probably do that in something like Gangbusters or more modern game, but at this but in a fantasy game, I think it's more like five percent because it's a it's a more depressed not a more depressed economy. I mean, you got the fan the fantasy element kind of changes that up, maybe seven percent because you don't have it's the world isn't as pro- prosperous as say a modern day campaign. Or even a historical campaign like like Gangbusters, so you gotta you you gotta think about that. Say I'll just say to you know say to your players, okay, from now on, every game month that passes, you will play a certain percentage of this. Now and oh, you gotta understand the players also gotta understand you play this much for upkeep. At the same time, the 
clerical and paladin people are also paying tithes. And the monks are, you know, they're poor. They're supposed to be poor. They have a lot of money. They'll donate to the poor or give it to their, like, dojo. If they have a dojo or something like that, they could do it that way. And it's nice to have just a little system like that, just a little, just enough to reflect their day-to-day life. You know what I'm saying? Just something to, to reflect on that. Just give it a certain percentage. And there's going to be characters who don't want to play it, who don't want to do it. There's are players who don't want to do it. There's characters who don't want to do it. Well, then you start. They start suffering the consequences. Because I, I've discovered in life that 63, 62, 63 years old, I, I realize that taxes are a thing everywhere, practically everywhere. Because I came to the conclusion there is no place in this world you can reside or live without it costing you somehow. Unless you want to live in a cave or something like that. Because every country is going to want upkeep costs for you, your upkeep, for having you there. Let me put it that way. So that's the kind of thing you have to think about. I mean, you can vill- you can villainize the tax men. That's been done for, for millennia. So, you know, be, especially if they get ridiculous about it. If, if there's a king that's going to get ridiculous about it and just tax the populace and things like that, maybe it's time for a revolution or something like that. Or maybe you can overthrow that king or whatever. So, you know, you, there, 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 there's a plot line right there. There's an adventure. That could be a long-term campaign adventure. So even in taxes, there is adventure. How do you like that? Because, you know, use that. Maybe they have to go to the dungeon to pay off some debt, some some municipal debt or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they have student loans, right? But it's it's the same thing. So I think you get what I'm saying. Anyway, I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com. Drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan Dorji, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, and John Allen Large. You guys are great. Thanks for the support. Don't forget a few uh, other podcasts out there. There is Dan Gregg's The Young Grognard Podcast, Y-U-N-G. Look it up. And a couple on Anchor, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert, and Big John Allen Larges' The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.